0: just to reiterate Uh i do challenges because in my hope is that you're going to be like wow i'm really glad you made me listen to this band because i would have never listened to them otherwise i'm a fan now um whereas i know you do it to torture me yeah so i was gonna say let me
1: reiterate i'm a spiteful (laughs) bitch and i want to fucking make you suffer for two weeks (laughs) Welcome back, everybody, to another
0: episode of Half and Half Podcast.
2: Hey, hey, girl. Hey, you know
0: one thing? I realized that we never do, and we should do. People always ask that that don't know us personally. Mm -hmm. Which one are you? (laughs) Oh, so this is Paul. This is Adrian. (laughs) Something I guess we gotta remember to do from now on. Should we do that? I think so. Because do we sound similar?
1: Oh yeah. But yeah! I mean, even though if we sound different, you still don't know who's who. Well, even
0: Bebe, even Bebe, was like, I, I have a hard time telling who's who. <laughs> Dude, how many times have we heard that in our lives? Yeah, I know.
2: You
1: and I shared up until recently the same property manager. Yeah, and he was like,
0: "Dude, it sounds like I'm talking to the same person." Remember he told <laughs> yeah, you that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was like, "You guys are like, your personalities are exactly the same." It's <laughs> like the only thing is, is that. I don't have the rapist wit that Adrian has. (laughs) So,
1: I kind of want to start today off on a somber note. Okay. Um, Really?
0: Really? You want to start off that way? Yes. All right. It's important to me. Okay.
1: I'm sure it's important to you, too, once you know what I'm talking about. All right. But last week, Mm -hmm. tragedy tragedy struck our state once again. Mm Mm-hmm. And those beautiful little babies, those brave teachers lost their lives to the hands of an idiot. Mm -hmm. After that, you and I, who we feel is an icon, passed away. We lost an icon. Mm. And the person I'm referring to is Mr. Ray Liotta. Mm -hmm. Sadly, has left this world. Great inspiration. Amazing actor. So I would like to, if everyone's okay with it, take a moment of silence in remembrance of those beautiful little souls, those brave teachers that sacrificed their lives to save those kids, and the one and only Mr. Ray Liotta. Ready? Yep. F- just a few seconds. All right. When you see me wink, we're done. All right. All right. Moment of silence. All right. I just, you know, it was horrible. It hit yeah. me. It hit me hard, man. Right. I, I draw the line. Well, I have a lot of lines that I draw. Mm-hmm but hurting kids mentally physically angers me beyond belief right um poor treatment of women angers me beyond belief right you know you shouldn't you should not be hitting innocent little kids hurting innocent little kids who cannot defend themselves um nor should you be hitting a woman right if you talk down to a woman curse at a woman
0: i curse at my wife all the time no not <laughs> you guys curse
1: in front of one another, mm-hmm. but at each other in an, in an anger type mm-hmm. of way. Yeah, I get it. Or if you lay your hands on a woman, you're a fucking coward. Yeah. And I get that shit angers me.
0: Does spanking count?
1: Well, it depends <laughs> on how you're doing it.
0: <laughs> no, I agree with you, man. I was a teacher for a while. Yeah. Um, we train for that shit all the time. Yeah. My wife's a teacher. Your wife's a teacher. Yeah. Um, it sucks. It's 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 a really... It's a sad world that we live in that we have to train kids to um to to how to respond to somebody that wants to intentionally come in and and massacre them. Yeah. Uh it's a really sad situation. Um I don't want to get too much into uh you know the political aspect of gun rights. However, I will say this. And you know me, I'm a gun lover. You are. I love guns. I have tons of them. Yes, you you um,
1: you have your license. You've
0: I've trained, Mm -hmm. um, whereas now in the state of Texas, idiots, any idiot without training at the age of 18 can go and purchase and and have a gun and display it and conceal it, which I went through quite a bit of training. I know a lot of law enforcement that train on a regular basis to Mm -hmm. be able to do that. And now that any idiot can do it really chaps my ass. But just one point I want to quickly make. The point being... You should have your phone on, on vibrate, number one. <laughs> now, the point being this. Look, if if you've got to be a male... If a male has to be 25 years old to rent a vehicle, why is it that they can go out and purchase a, a, a gun at 18? Um, just let that simmer and think about that for no, a bit. Yeah, absolutely. The reason why they can't... Uh, rent a vehicle until they're eight, 25 years old is because they're seen as not responsible enough, right? So if you can't rent a vehicle until you're 25, why are we allowing them to go get guns? That's I, all I'm going to say there. I agree. With the exception of law enforcement, military, because why? They're trained. Yeah, that's they their to. job. Right. Let them. Right. right? Okay. Anyways, that's just my thoughts.
1: Yeah, we can get into a whole whole thing about that. But, yes, I just wanted to, you know, give our condolences, pay our respects to those beautiful little lives. Yeah. Brave teachers. Crazy. And, again, the one and only Mr. Ray Liotta. That one hit me hard, dude. Yeah. Have they even announced how he passed away? All they said was in his sleep, peacefully. Mm. He was filming some movie or Mm. a a show or
0: whatever he has, whatever project he has coming up. You know, they made a big stink when uh, Bob Saget passed away in his sleep. Yeah. I feel like they didn't make as big of a stink with Ray Liotta, which I don't know. You know what? Now that you mention it, you're right. You're
1: right. But then again, I mean, look, Bob Saget, he was a a comedian as well, Mm -hmm. right? Though he was very, um, he was a brash comedian right? right he cursed and sex jokes and whatnot but everyone views him as he will forever be danny Tanner.
0: yeah yeah he's like everybody's dad yeah in a weird way you know what i mean so maybe it's like you lost the,
1: you know the whole semi mr rogers vibe right you know versus the cursing <laughs> drug dealing gangster you know what I mean? yeah
0: <laughs> although you know i love ray liotta to death but um you know Goodfellas is just the one. Obviously, that stands out. We've talked about many times yeah. how our uh, our vocabulary comes from certain movies. That's another one. That, that's that exactly what I. Thought. Our vocabulary <laughs> definitely comes from. Yeah, you got um, me on the fucking pain on my list. Like. <laughs> what do you mean I'm I'm not all right? You're not fucking all right. <laughs> you said I thought you said you were all right, Spider. You're not fucking all right. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, yeah, so so much of our uh, language really comes from that movie. I've seen that movie just so many fucking times.
1: It's so funny, man. Before before you, I was all horror, or you all, were a horror uh, t- to this very day. You're <laughs> a horror, <laughs> Peter. You're a horror, Peter. <laughs> <laughs> all horror uh-huh. or all chick flicks. That's all I watched. And then I met you. I never, I had never seen Scarface until I met you. Mm-hmm. I had never seen Goodfellas until I met you. Kingpin. And then Kingpin. Dumb and Dumber. Yeah.
0: It was all over from there. Yeah. All downhill. Now my favorite movies are gangster movies and mobster movies. I really feel like, and this is kind of going in a weird direction, but in the real world, I feel like movies are like the normalizer in the social environment. And what do I mean by that is like you can meet somebody for the first time and you ask them what movies they like. If they like the same movies, you're already like friends. Absolutely. You know what I
1: mean? I'll give you that. But... You know, the more I venture out of our circle, mm-hmm. and by our circle, me, you, Eric, even Danny Lowe's Movies, like, the more I venture out of my close circle, mm-hmm. there are a lot of people that, a lot of people that do not love movies as much as we do.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's and, crazy. And then that's why there's always that weird, like, oh, what's up? like there's that, yeah that barrier
1: between you, know, you and when, them when the minute someone shoots off oh, i'm not really a movie person uh we are done here yeah well not even just movies like or... even shows yeah you just, know what yeah I mean? like like an
0: entertainment type person a tv type yeah, it's like who the fuck are you what yeah. do you do it's like i'll ask people like have you ever seen do you know did you and and i know you're not a fan or you've never watched it but like for me a big one is like did are, you know you like the office Dude, I mean, as soon as somebody says yes, like, I'm friends. Like, yeah. we're friends.
1: It's kind of like the minute someone tells me they love Teen Mom, we right. <laughs> yeah, like. Or Jersey Shore for yeah. me.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Um, but anyways.
1: Yeah, to me, it's, it's like you just said, the equalizer. It, movies and music, they will form friendships very quickly. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Just solely based off of the same interest. Right. Even, well, for me, if someone has heard a band that's very obscured, very underground, right, right, instantly in love with you.
0: Yeah, so obviously, like, the whole premise of our show is, right? Mm-hmm. Um, music is what brought us together, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, going into that, that's huge. I think that's even bigger than movies or TV shows. Yeah. Is oh, yeah. the moment you share a common... Um, like of a certain artist, especially an artist that's not mainstream. Right. Um, I don't know. It, there's just something about that that can automatically bring people together. Like you feel this, you have this common ground, an automatic um, connection. Right. It's that's, like
1: when, when you're in high school, you're wearing a Deftones t-shirt. You pass by somebody that's wearing a Deftones t-shirt. You give each other that nod, that well, respectful nod. I've never nod. had
0: a Deftones t-shirt, Adrian. So you I wouldn't know. No, never in my life. I've had Pantera, Metallica, corn. Uh, no, I've never had a corn. T-shirt. Yes, you have. No, I have You're not, lying. dude. Never in my life. I thought you never.
1: Had, I why did Why do I remember this shirt? It wasn't. It well, it was a t shirt,
0: but it had like a, a corn right here, didn't it? No, man. You're really? thinking of another best friend. I have so many of them. <laughs> no, I never had a corn shirt. Never. At least, not that I remember. I mean, I, I did do a lot what, of drugs back then. That's what I want to say. I.
1: i I thought you did
0: i can't think of one to be honest with you
1: maybe i'm just confusing the fact that you wore
0: a lot of adidas shirts yeah back in the day yeah i did but i did have a lot of metallica a lot of pantera which i wish i would have held on to because i've heard that those things go for a pretty
1: dude my brother he he lives in florida my brother chris he um he came into town last remember last summer Mm -hmm. he was here for a week or two Anyway he's the one who told me, he was wearing this ratty- ass t-shirt and I'm like, damn motherfucker why are you wearing that old ass Marilyn Manson t-shirt I said you don't even like Marilyn Manson and he goes into this big old spiel about how he paid 300 fucking dollars for this t-shirt what and he and how it was in Uh-huh and I'm like, what do you mean it's in He's like, yeah vintage t-shirts this and that and I'm like, oh you're a part of that fucking stupid movement. Or you morons wear these band t-shirts that you've never even heard of. Right, right. And I'm talking the Kanye West, Kim Mm -hmm. Kardashian bullshit. Right, right. But just because it's vintage. Wearing
0: Cannibal Corpse shirts and shit. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Just because it's vintage and it's got a a, a crazy rocker on it, you want to wear it. Yeah. Of course he admitted to it. Wow.
0: Yeah. I mean, for the celebrity stuff, I know a lot of people get mad. But for me, I'm kind of like, eh, that's kind of cool. Like, at least it, like, even if they're wearing it for the wrong reasons, like, I mean, come on. Texas Cutthroat. If we found out some celebrity was wearing our shirt, even if they'd never heard one of our songs, I'd be like, oh, that's pretty cool.
1: Well, coming from somebody who has no fans, yeah, that'd be pretty, <laughs> pretty
0: fucking cool. But even then, but even da- then, like, Danny,
1: Danny Filth from uh, Cradle of Filth had a fucking field day on Kanye West.
0: Yeah. He well, came, Kanye, he... I guess Kanye West is just an idiot.
1: It's like, dude, come on! Can do you really listen to the Cradle of Filth? I doubt it.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm. I guess I'm just torn on that whole thing. I can see both sides. I'm. I can. <laughs> I go both ways. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my friend, yes, you do. <laughs> I don't know. I'm. I'm very gangy and personal like that. Like I can't. It, yeah. it makes me mad. You know what I mean? It's weird because I'll get riled up about, you know, something political, whereas you won't. But when it comes to that, you'll get riled up and I won't. Yeah. Half 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 and half. half. There you go.
1: So um, back to that t-shirt topic. Yeah. I wish the same. Dude, when I moved out of my dad's house in 2001, 2002, around there, Mm -hmm. whatever the fuck it was, Mm -hmm. he remodeled it. I left a lot of my shit there, right? Because I couldn't move all my stuff into my wife's mom's house. So it just stayed throughout the years. Anyway, he remodeled the house. You know how he extended the Mm -hmm. house? So all my T-shirts, he told. I I went home one day and I packed them up in a bag. I'm I'm talking like fucking old school, very rare Smashing Pumpkin T-shirts, Deftone T-shirts, Limp Bizkit T-shirts, Red Hot Chili Pepper T-shirts, like shit that you cannot fucking find. Mm -hmm. I had them all in a bag, wrapped up real nice. And he doesn't know where that fucking bag is at.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah. I told
1: him the other day, I said, do you realize there's probably like literally thousands of dollars worth of T-shirts that you can't find? But... He claims they're somewhere in the attic, and I said, "Well, I am going to tear that motherfucker apart because I want my shit back."
0: Yeah, you had a lot of lot of t-shirts, yeah, band shirts, yeah. <clears throat> wow. Yeah, can you imagine how much money I have just sitting in there? Yeah, and but as now, a matter of, okay, so that's the question though. Would I sell them? Yeah. Would oh, you actually? Oh <laughs> hell no! <laughs> so you don't have any money.
1: <laughs> it's like it's like dude, my wife and I have the same argument. Uh huh. So for those <laughs> of you who don't know. And which, by the way, I want, I, I want to mention something funny about you mm-hmm. here in a bit just for okay. me. For those of you who don't know, I am a huge nerd, though I don't look like one. I am a huge nerd. I collect action figures, mm-hmm. and I have upwards of 500, 600, something like that. Mm-hmm. I collect to this very day. I will not stop collecting. I buy toys on the regular. Not every. I don't buy just any toy, right? I can get into that later. But... Mm-hmm my wife and i have the same argument she always tells me i collect too much i'm a hoarder and i said i'm not a hoarder hoarders collect random shit i am a collector mm-hmm. i said you know how you know how much value is sitting in here and she says the same thing but will you ever sell it
0: i said fuck no She's <laughs> like so there you go it's absolutely worthless to me right now i have the same <laughs> same argument with my wife um with my comic books and toys i don't have as many toys as you mm-hmm. but i do have a lot of comic books baseball cards all the card collection is crazy yeah and so yeah i mean there's time like i just can't i cannot part with them like i think if i had a card that somebody was like dude that's like a million dollars yeah i can one card yeah yeah but to like make a huge chunk like get rid of a huge chunk of my collection like no it's just not gonna happen but see there that's the difference though you have stopped collecting those. You,
1: you are holding on to what you've had. Yep. I, am, I am a current collector to this very day.
0: Yeah, that's true. Because the last time I made a purchase was probably like maybe five, six years ago. Yeah, see? And yeah. I, I, know made,
1: one, I made one right before I got here. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so, so for those of you listening, Adrian collects a lot of um, spawn toys, McFarlane yeah, like toys.
1: Yeah, horror toys from the brand NECA, virtually anything McFarlane other than, you know, the sports stuff that he does. but Sex Ma- toys. Oh, man, I wish he came out with those. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's all I collect now, sex toys. <laughs>
2: gonna,
1: I've got beads for days. I'm going to get you spawn beads. <laughs> <laughs> with little spikes on them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then, well, recently my newest obsession, which is a McFarlane line, I love DC, right? DC mm-hmm. Superman, Batman. I had a few, but again, when when DC the DC lines normally come out with like uh, from the, the toy company Hasbro, they're very cheesy, they're very shitty. Mm. But there's a few toy companies throughout the years that put out these obscure lines, which isn't the regular Superman, the you know regurgitating the same Batman. They do like all the underground shit, like Vampire Batman, um, Red Sun Superman. So I had a few of those, just of so the the weird. Uh, like Bizarro, mm-hmm. I'm obsessed with the Bizarro figures, and I have a shit ton of them from just about every toy company. But recently, past two years, maybe two and a half years, Todd McFarlane has come out with his DC Multiverse line, mm-hmm. and they're all the obscure Batmans, the obscure Supermans. Oh, that's cool. Jokers, so it's all the weird shit in the right. comic books, not your regular, you know what I mean? Dude, I have hit that motherfucker
0: hard. But you know what really chaps my ass hmm. is... Uh, And I don't know if you still do it. I think you told me you don't. But how back in the day, you would always have to open every damn package.
1: Why you got to bring up old shit? (laughs) (laughs) No,
0: (laughs) I have not opened up a toy since 99. I used to buy you toys and be like, (laughs) Adrian, I'm only going to give it to you if you don't open it. Sure enough, a week later, I'm like, you fucking opened it. I think we mentioned this. One time you bought me a a, a Spawn toy, Mandarin Spawn. I still have it. Oh, yeah, we did mention it because I got you something not too long ago. Oh, but we didn't mention that. During the Christmas. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, which you almost completed that line, and I love you for it. Um, but one time in the 90s, you bought me a Mandarin Spawn, which is like a samurai Spawn. I almost cried. I hugged you. I'm like, thank you. And you were like, but you better not fucking open it. <laughs> swear on our friendship. And I was like, oh my God, you did this for me.
0: Of course I'm not going to. Fuck no. The minute that door closed, <laughs> I opened that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> but at least you were... Like, not like most people where you ripped it open. Like, you would oh, open no. it, like, with a freaking razor and Yeah, shit. a razor blade. You cut the
1: bubble off. You pull the toy out. Everything is still... The box, everything is still per I, I kept the box. I always keep the box. Right. I just wanted to Don't see Don't you it. even kind of glue it back? I did, yeah. Yeah. Well, he no longer puts them on, on the cardstock anymore. Oh. He does the the bubble. Oh, okay. Because it's big. Even if I wanted to open them, mm-hmm. I wouldn't because you cannot... I mean, you could... If you dissect it properly, open it, and then put it back together. Mm.
0: You have to cut that whole fucking shell off. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, well. It, I mean, good it sucks, s- yeah, but it's good that now that you're not <laughs> opening your shit anymore. <laughs> you know what it was?
1: I didn't play with my toys, right? I mean, obviously, I was a...
0: I play with mine every day. Yeah,
1: you do. <laughs> uh, honestly, the wor- the world's greatest smell is a brand new action figure. Not my balls? Fuck. <laughs> second world's greatest smell. <laughs> it just depends are we talking summer balls or are we talking winter balls <laughs> oh man because your summer balls i could probably do without <laughs> <laughs> i've smelled that way i I, I, just, I swear to god everything is linked to memory yeah. smells music everything is linked to memory on my grandma man I could smell your balls right now. <laughs> That's
0: how many times I've smelt <laughs> your nuts. And it's just, it's embedded in my memory. So uh, new listeners go back a few episodes where we talk extensively about this. Um, yeah. It's like in the first 10 episodes.
1: That's what I wanted to bring up. So I was listening to your podcast with you and Danny. And mm-hmm. this is a perfect segue into what else I want to talk about. Um, Aside from real quick. Mm-hmm your favorite go-to is for those of you listening for those
0: of you listening (laughs) oh also the other one too is i remember when oh (laughs) i say that all the time you do
2: but
1: Um, for those of you listening i was listening to it yesterday as a matter of fact and i'm like well yeah fucking people are
0: listening what are you talking about for those of you listening (laughs) (laughs) well it's because sometimes we get into things that like we know that we talk about and so i don't want listeners to be like huh like Inside jokes, or well, you yeah. know, I want to give a little bit of a context. Yeah, but you know, you, but you you always say it the exact same way. Yeah, right. Your pitch. Is uh-huh. the same. Yeah. For those of you listening, <laughs> so for those of you listening, right. <laughs> um, podcast together for the dogs. um Me and my wife go listen, check it out. Uh, now we're we're doing that. We're plugging shit. I'm just, uh, yeah.
1: Right, I'm a plug shit too. Then. All right. All right. Plug. You gonna, you're gonna plug. Well, my I'm gonna ass. plug you right now. <laughs> So, I wanted to bring something up. So, episode before last, you guys were talking about fashion. Mm Mm-hmm. You you never give a brother credit, man. Okay. So, you had mentioned that there is a certain style of shirt that...
0: I did give you credit. I talked about you.
1: You said Mayweather inspired you to wear... Oh, right. ...what are called military style shirts. Oh, is that what they're called? I have been wearing those since 2007. Oh.
0: I have a lot of them. And I'm like, this
1: motherfucker right here is going to give
0: Mayweather the credit? (laughs) Well, what I'm saying is that is when I saw him wearing those shirts, that's when I was... Oh, he wears them better
1: than I do. Is that what you're saying?
0: (laughs) Wow. Yeah, you're right. Actually, you did wear them.
1: do. Still have them. Oh, what? Yeah. I love those shirts. Really? See, and that's another thing I wanted to bring up. You had mentioned okay wait wait he actually has notes where he, you wrote down my quote <laughs> oh god here you we had, go you had talk mentioned. about putting
0: me on the spot yeah
1: absolutely so what's because I need to defend myself you, okay okay yes you and danny were talking about fashion mm-hmm. and she had mentioned black t-shirts and jeans mm-hmm. right and you were like oh so like adrian she said, "One, she said she's never seen me outside of work clothes. Which she's crazy. She just doesn't pay attention. Exactly, That's exactly what it is. And the, the one time, the one time, the, the few times she's seen me in work clothes, I'm helping you guys move. Yeah. So let's start there. Okay. <laughs> when I have to do work, real physical labor, I can't show up in sweats and jeans and a t-shirt. No. If it's fucking go time, yeah. I put my jeans on, my work boots on, and a, and a a work shirt. And it's it's time to fucking DW. Yeah." Right? You know what I mean? Yeah. That, that, that's how I, that's how I, I work. I personally love it. I, yeah. You in a uniform? It's hot, man. <laughs> hot. So anytime she's seen me in my uniform, it's, I'm helping you guys move. Right. Right? Yeah. But you went on to say that I wear the same thing every day. <laughs> <laughs> now, okay. I'm going to... I don't... My wife and I have the same argument. Uh-huh. I do not wear the same
0: thing every day. Right. You just have a lot of the same... I wear
1: the same colors right. every day. Yeah. Now let me explain.
0: Which is the black T-shirt? Though black
1: T-shirts are very nice, they're you know what I mean. They're like casual, mm-hmm. but not like crazy. Like you could still get away with going somewhere decent, and you know, black T-shirt and jeans. Right. I have like thirty of them. Yeah, I believe it. Thirty black T-shirts because I, I found I actually found a brown a brand that fits perfect, and I love them. So I just went fucking haywire and I and I bought a lot of them because uh-huh. I love them. Number two, I don't wear all black just because that's my favorite color. Mm-hmm. You've known this for years. I am a fucking sweater. Mm. Look, I said the word sweat and I felt a bead drop down my back. Mm-hmm. So... I can't wear. I would love to wear red. Red is my all-time favorite color. Right, right, I would love right. to wear a red T-shirt. I forgot about that. Yeah, but I can't. Yeah. The, the pit, the pit sweat, mm-hmm. the back sweat, the
0: middle of my chest.
1: Like, dude, I, I, I will l- be
0: love it when you're when you're glistening like that. Dude, I love it. Right, but that's not glistening. <laughs> when you look, when you're shirtless, glistening it's like I'm sa- on a Saturday Night Live when they would sweat and oh, there was just like
1: <laughs> that's dude, that's how I am. <laughs> so I can't wear colors all that much because they just. Dude, I I sweat. I sweat in the wintertime. I sweat in the fucking shower. Dude, ask my daughter. She gets (laughs) mad all the time. Yeah. When she gets home from work or something and I just got out of the shower and I'm in a towel, she'll go for the hug and she'll go, wait a minute. Is that water or sweat? And I'm like, it's a little bit of both. And she's like, Dad, you just (laughs) got out of the shower. I'm like, I know, dude. I'm I'm sweating. So it's not that I wear this. I, I wear the same colors every day. Right. But because I have to.
0: Right. And that makes that makes sense. I totally forgot about that. <laughs> but
1: let me also get into why, though. Mm. I used to wear... So I've gone through phases, right? Like, there was... Where I used to work, you used to have to dress nice. Comb your hair, this and that, right? So you would dre- you'd have to wear um, shirt and slacks, dress shoes real nice, Monday through Thursday. Friday was free dress day. Mm-hmm. So on free dress day, I would always wear my button-up. So a button up the military, military style ones or or nice polo whatever. Mm -hmm. So I used to dress like that all the fucking time for years, for like seven, eight years. And then one day I was like, oh man, I'm just going to start wearing t-shirts again. So I went head first into fucking, you remember that, that tattoo clothing company Sullen? Yes. All the big gaudy Mm -hmm. fucking paintings and shit on the t-shirts. Dude, I had like 30 of those. So I went straight to those. Mm. So then I started working for the company I'm with now, Paso Electric. And dude, I mean, you're sweaty, covered in oil and dirt the first five minutes you're at work. So I went from having to smell nice all the time, dressing really nice all the time, to they don't give a fuck if you shower, comb your hair, nothing, right? So then I said, you know what? I'm tired of the gaudy t-shirts, right? They're real gaudy, those those t-shirts. So that's when I found that one black t-shirt. I found out what brand it was. And I went fucking head first. Sorry. I know.
0: <laughs> I was listening. It's fucking Jason. <laughs> Who? Jason, man. man fuck he's Jason. fucking texting me the shit that I already told him. Like, why are you asking me again what? I'm sorry. Just I gotta...
1: don't know why you give him shine on this fucking... Fuck Jason. Don't <laughs> give him shine on this podcast. Dude,
0: he's asking me the dumbest questions. I'm sorry. I love you, Jason, but you're asking me dumb questions. Yeah, fuck him. And sidetracked me. But
1: anyway i I dude i- I dress nice all the time, man,
0: yeah, you know what I mean, yeah, it's just so okay, the white I mean the the black shirt thing, I get it that makes total sense, plus, it looks good on you, Thank but you. you know what, the other day, about two months ago, I went out and I bought a whole bunch of black shirts, mm-hmm. as many as I could find, different brands. Mm-hmm. I cannot, for the life of me, find a brand. Okay, I found a brand that I was like, oh, wow, these feel great. They, I love the way they feel. Yeah. Um, But then, you know, you wash them and everything changes. And I hate that shit. Yeah. And that's one of the reasons why I don't like wearing T-shirts. Mm-hmm. That's probably actually the only reason. I love wearing T-shirts, but that's the only reason.
1: And ex- it's exactly why I found the one brand. What is it? And I clung to it. I'm not going to give it away. <laughs> tell you when we're done okay <laughs> no they're uh it's it's a, a regular t-shirt company called uh-huh. guild uh-huh rock t-shirts they're they're just like a, a base t-shirt but where do you buy them i, I bought them at amazon well here's the thing that they, they, you can't you gildin Gliden, i don't even fucking remember anymore i think it's gildin yeah i think so I, they I think have I've they have that. different brands of t-shirts like you can get gildin t-shirts at michael's for three dollars but this specific brand mm-hmm or type, is called dry blend. Mm. So Gildan dry blend. World's greatest fitting fucking t-shirts.
0: So Gildan, if you're listening, uh, we are willing to
1: accept the sponsorship. Sponsor, sponsor. I will send you a picture, Gildan, of all 40 of my fucking t-shirts. I will send you a picture every day. Date it, time it, whatever, showing you that this is all I wear. Yeah. I love Gildan. Please (laughs) sign me. But I only want your dry blend. Keep your other shit to yourself. uh, So
0: when did you discover that that was the shirt how long ago
1: well how long have you? i mean you say i wear (laughs) wear the same thing every day how long has that been so
0: like 10 years ago more
1: um i'm probably gonna say like eight years okay
0: no maybe seven ish so yeah so if gildan's uh watching or listening uh yeah sponsorship i'm wearing one right now look Uh, at this all he ever wears is gildan all i ever wear most beautiful
1: fitting t-shirts on the face of this earth (laughs) All right. Yeah, I just had to defend myself, yeah, man. Yeah, cause yeah of I'm course. Like, that's, that's the thing, though, man. I don't talk about myself a whole lot. So it's like people have these theories about me. Mm-hmm. But now I'm like, now that it's coming to life, <laughs> and I have a, I have a, a platform to uh-huh. defend myself on, Yeah,
0: you weren't talking shit. But I was just like, this motherfucker right here, Mayweather? <laughs> I've been wearing those shirts for years. Also keep in mind, I don't have the best memory sometimes when it comes to details that I don't see as being that important
1: oh do you mean like your best friend's birthday yeah
0: <laughs> what?
1: <laughs> well what do you mean Man, <laughs> i've been holding that motherfucker for the perfect time <laughs> what do you mean,
0: well, what do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. god yeah. i thought you forgot about that oh, excuse you so here, i'm you not mean. the forgetful one in you this know relationship gonna, <laughs> i gotta tell you something right okay so so for those of you listening <laughs> I forgot Adrian's birthday. Um So I felt so bad, dude. Once I realized I forgot it and like You didn't realize Eric told you. Yeah. Well Eric. no, Eric said Eric said something like Eric. It's Adrian's birthday and I go, No, and I look at my phone, I was like, Oh shit, it was three days ago. <laughs> <laughs> See, the funny thing
1: about that is I know you have a lot going on right now. Yeah. I know you do. Right. So I wasn't like crazy bothered by it (laughs) right (laughs) i was a little sad yeah so i woke up the day of my birthday not a you and i have this thing well more so danny and i try to beat each other Mm -hmm. right your birthday coincidentally and
0: my my son too
1: always happens to land while i'm on nights Mm -hmm. so at midnight boom i fire that motherfucker off and i i try to be the first one to wish you happy birthday at midnight yeah so um i woke up i was on a night shift on my birthday i woke up you know, I had some text messages my mom, my sister, you know, my brothers. They all wished me happy birthday. And I'm I'm, I'm scrolling through my text. And I'm like, hmm, okay. <laughs> I said, hey, he's probably asleep. Yeah, I don't know. He's probably working on a guitar. He forgot. And then my phone rings. And, I, and my phone rings like at 3 in the afternoon. I'm yeah. like, fucking finally. <laughs> and you go off on some tangent about some shit. I don't even know what we're talking about. And I was like, uh-huh, uh-huh. And you're like, all right, Batch, I'll call you later. And I was like, okay, <laughs> bye. Fast forward to the next day, Friday. We are working on a guitar. I had to take you the guitar. Yeah. And I went. And I was like, you know what? This brown fucking face is going to hit him like a ton of bricks. <laughs> I went to your house. We're talking. We're giggling. Even Jason's there. We're having... Fuck, Jason. We're ta- We're having a good time. And I'm still like, this motherfucker right here doesn't get... What's going on here? <laughs> <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> and I left. So I was like, all right, man. And you're like, all right, man. I'll see you later, Batch. I'll call you that. I was like, Okay. Saturday, fucking another phone call. We spoke on the phone for like 30 minutes other yep. day. And I'm like, yeah, this dude legitimately forgot. Sorry.
0: <laughs> dude, I felt so bad. Um, but something to make it a little bit funny. <laughs> um, my memories on Facebook came up. Uh-huh. You know, memories, you know, that no, they'll... I don't so, know what that means. Yeah, I know. Since you don't have social media. Because I'm awesome. Uh, so... Let's say I posted something a year ago today or five years ago today. Uh Um, It'll come up on my memories. Like, remember when you said this? Whatever. Oh yeah. My memories came up, and uh, I had taken pictures of your last your the gift that I gave you a couple years back or a year back. I think it was last year. Um, The painting, the Michael Myers Myers one. Yeah. (laughs) Because I take pictures of everything and. (laughs) 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 <laughs> <Put>. <laughs> <laughs> when you forget your best friend's birthday yeah you gotta make up for it i forgot it last year too you what the fucking f-
1: no it was a year before that oh uh, okay yeah. yeah the year of covid you <laughs> yeah, forgot yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. that's why you bought me such a sweet gift yes to
0: make up <laughs> dude it's old age no, the, i don't know what it the is. the
1: thing is is that birthday i reminded you yeah a day later i was like hey man Never in a million years would I thought of you. <laughs> oh, my God. But, again, you know me, a number six. I always try to defend. And I'm like, yeah, that's all right, man. You were building your school or whatever the fuck you were doing. Yeah, yeah. This year, I'm like, okay. I'm not going to remind him at all.
0: <laughs> at all at all. Eric ruined my my plan. Dude, when Eric mentioned your birthday and I saw the... the it was like literally on Dumb and Dumber when he's peeing and he looks at the <laughs> clock... <laughs> and he looks at his watch. Yeah. <laughs> dude, I swear to god. Yeah, I, like, I heard the music a yeah. little everything like I real and, and I became I was like white as a sheet. I was like, <laughs> "Oh my god. I, dude, you don't understand the guilt that I felt and still have." And that's why today's makeout session is going to be extra long and just for you. I brushed my teeth extra hard. <laughs> <heart. laughs> <laughs> All right, hey. moving on. <clears throat> Do you have anything to bring up? Because I got a ton of shit to bring up. Um, I did, but you know what? And it's funny because I told myself, like, oh, you'll remember as you go. And I don't remember shit right now. Oh, uh, We just established that. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> uh, well, go for it.
1: Well, the shit, my my stuff that I wanted to touch on, it's just. <clears throat> Wait,
0: you don't want to get into the chat first?
1: Well, I'm kind of leading into it. Oh, that. okay. So, though I've already done these two artists on the chat. I just want people who have yet to venture down this path and listen to these bands. The new Ethel Cain, well, not the new mm. the full Ethel Cain album came which dropped a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. It is fucking ridiculous. Really? It is amazing.
0: I did like I still do listen to her. That album her is stuff.
1: so fucking good, man. So good. Fun, funny thing about that, I was reading an article, an interview from her. Turns out She has this whole story planned out. And Ethel Cain was a character in this story. And Ethel Cain, spoiler alert, turn your headphones down now if you don't (laughs) want to hear it. Um, Ethel Cain is dead. Mm. So the next album is going to be something else. And she's not going to go by the name of Ethel Cain. Oh, what? Yeah, it's fucking crazy. I love Hmm. her more and more every day. That's cool. And then... War Paint dropped their new album. Oh, when when was that? Uh, like two weeks ago. Really? Because
0: I've been waiting and waiting, and every time I look, there's like that one single. and oh, That was it.
1: Yeah, finally dropped. Oh, okay. Fucking stupid. Really. And for those of you listening, <laughs> "stupid" is good in my vocabulary. Yeah, yeah. It's fucking ridiculous. Really. Dude. The album is so 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 good. The only thing I did notice that <clears throat> their bass player Jenny Jenny Lee Lindbergh, mm-hmm. is one of my favorite bass players of all time. Mm-hmm. She didn't really do a whole lot this this time around. It's really? still good. Her bass lines are still amazing. Right. But on their album prior, Heads Up, every bass line fucking made me cry. Right, right. It's so good. Hmm. They're still good, but mm-hmm. she just didn't groove as much as she did. Right. But the album is ridiculous. Wow. Fucking ridiculous.
0: That That's one thing I can say uh, was good that came out of the pandemic is a lot of artists really went back to the drawing board and really worked on their craft in terms of like recording and making good music yeah at least that's what i'm noticing because we're starting to see a lot of that come to fruition now um mm-hmm. uh, so yeah i'm excited to listen to to both of those especially the war paint i mean i've been waiting i actually gave up looking because i was looking constantly yeah no i did as soon as it dropped i fucking tuned out the
1: world and i listened
0: that's awesome it's fucking... so you actually listened streaming you're not doing the waiting for the vinyl to come in bit? I do that with certain bands. Mm. This band, no. I'm okay. still waiting for my CD to come in. Oh, okay. Oh, yes, yes. You actually ordered a CD? Are you high? Oh,
1: of my course God. I did. Uh, yes. Dude, the other day my wife and I were talking about something. What were we talking about? I don't remember, but I had mentioned a VHS. Mm-hmm. And she was like, we don't have VH- a VHS player anymore. No I said, excuse <laughs> You're adorable I said yes we do Yeah yeah And she looked at me She goes no you didn't I said of course I still have Our VHS player Are you crazy Yeah But it's hidden Because I know she'd throw it away Right And I have my DVD player I got like four or five See what I'm saying So One of these days When technology takes a shit Mm -hmm. And the internet Fucking goes down Mm Mm-hmm. All you guys are gonna be bored because I have <laughs> my CDs. I got my VHs player. Yeah. I got everything. That's a good point. I'm gonna be wildly entertained while you guys are gonna be fucking twiddling your thumbs and shit.
0: <coughs> That's a very good point. Yeah, I know. dust off the old iPod. Yeah, you are. Or you just come over. We'll listen to music. <clears throat> um. Anyways, yeah. Yeah. So, so yes,
1: if you guys are st- if you have still yet to hear or listen to Ethel Cain and War Paint, their new albums just dropped and they're. Ridiculous! Awesome.
0: I'm really looking forward to <clears throat> listening to that.
1: Yeah. So, welcome to another segment of Go The Shat. So today, he's an oldie but a goodie, right? I wanted to um, bring light back into this artist because he's a, he's an underground hip-hop artist. Mm-hmm. To true hip-hop heads, he's well-known. Mm-hmm. To those who are not, he's not. Even though... A lot of hip-hop heads still don't know who he is. I'm referring to an artist by the name of P.O.S. P.O.S. Mm-hmm. One of the world's greatest MCs to ever touch a microphone. He's incredible. He's been around for quite a while. That's why I'm saying it shocks me. On Spotify, he only has 208,000 listeners. Hmm. It's fucking sad. How? When you say a while, how long is a while? Uh, his first album actually came out 2005 that's a
0: good that's a good amount of time
1: yeah 2005 he's done projects he has his you know obviously he does his solo stuff but he's also a part of a, a rap group called doom tree mm-hmm. they have a few albums out um, what really turned me on about him initially was one his style and how he delivers right that's my to me that that's when I know I love somebody mm-hmm. it's the delivery um, so I, I, fir- I heard his first album, fell in love, started buying the rest of his albums, and I started doing a digger, a, a deeper dive. <laughs> <laughs> a digger bite? A digger bite <laughs> into all his shit. And turns out he he was a, a punk kid to start off with. Mm-hmm. He was in a a refused, um, at-the-drive-in type band. I forgot what they're called. I, really? I own the album, Something Bombs. Mm-hmm. Not l- no, Louder Than Bombs is a Smiths album. Something Bombs. Mm-hmm. Anyway, he was like a rocker kid. Really? Turned hip hopper. That's pretty cool. Yeah. He's phenomenal, man. Like, e- you can even tell in some of his music, he brings some of that rock into it. Mm-hmm. Um, one of his albums, I think it's called... Uh, i tell you right now. Never Better. That's my favorite album of, mm-hmm. of his. It has a lot of um, guitar on it, mm. distorted bass. He's got this guy that does like screaming in the background, but it, it's crazy. But anyway, he's an amazing artist. POS, if, hmm. P O S, for you hip hop lovers.
0: P dot O dot S dot. What you said there reminds me of um, what we talked about a few weeks back. I was listening to an interview um, where they were talking about the connection between hardcore and, and hip hop. Oh, yeah. yeah. And um, it was really interesting how they broke it down to how like early 90s hardcore and early 90s hip-hop, how they both have, like, this aggression to them. Right. And how, uh, especially when we're talking about, like, in New York and places like that, how they bridged gaps between one another. Right. And there were artists jumping back and forth from the hip-hop scene to the hardcore scene. Um, Anyways, I had never really made that connection before. And um, hearing that, I was like, Oh, that makes a lot of sense. That's pretty
1: interesting. If you really pay attention to, I'm not going to get into the full history of Mm hip-hop, though I could. Um, So hip-hop was built on DJing, right? That's how it initially first started. Mm -hmm. But DJs started to notice that people that they're DJing for, like these dance parties, they got into the small breakbeat section a whole lot Mm. which would be like the bridge right just Mm -hmm. that that the breakdown that drum right Mm -hmm. so that's what they started doing they started saying okay well i'm going to play that breakbeat on this turntable as soon as it's over i'm going to play the same record on this one and swap over between that breakbeat and just extend it Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. so that's how that started to come about Mm. i was um pantera though they didn't credit hip-hop i was watching an interview with um phil anselmo and they're heavy riffs they were noticing that back in the day whatever i, f- I forgot what bands he was referencing how mm. they would love what he called the money riff which is just that breakdown that was real quick and then mm-hmm. it went back into the other thing And it right. was like that's how pantera got their sound we said well why don't we just make the whole song and i'm quoting him the money
0: riff mm. crazy right yeah that is kind of like hip-hop yeah you know what i mean wow yeah that makes sense right um but yeah, um it was just really interesting too, like thinking about just the mentality of those people. It was like a rebellious yeah. mentality, angst, um and just cool to think of how they kind of blurred the lines together and um a lot of people don't think of that when they think of yeah uh hip hop or hardcore, you right. know, but they kind of they they tie together when you really, really break it down and think about it. Yeah, if you if
1: you no, or listen to very early hardcore bands early 90s from new york i mean they, they new york new york they credit all that shit you Drinking to- my coffee <laughs> like me in terms of hip-hop i'm an east coast guy like though i love world hip-hop yeah. right as a whole but i'm more partial to East Coast artist because there's just a different flavor on that side. You know what I mean?
0: I wish I had a New York accent. I mean, not that I'm gonna change my name and just like have an accent permanently from New York. Because you know, (laughs) we we, know we know people that do that. Yeah, we do. (laughs) Sorry, just had to throw that out there. Yeah, it's an inside joke that I'm not gonna get much into.
1: Yeah. But we actually do know
0: somebody who did that. (laughs) Yeah. Um anyways, that's cool. I want to listen to them. So this person that you did on the chat going back to that even though i know we finished um they have they're constantly putting albums out
1: no the last album he actually put out was 2000 and his own stuff 2017 oh okay 20, so well that's pretty recent in 2018 he did a project called six 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 and um but he did it with other artists okay so chill dummy was his last full album 2017
0: Interesting. I'm going to, uh, I probably have heard him, but then I don't know. The
1: name doesn't. I, yeah. I mean, I'm o- I'm almost positive I've listened to
0: him. Speaking around. of hip hop artists, did mm. you listen to the podcast I sent you last night with uh, Sage Francis? No, not not yet. Sage Francis is another great oh, my artist. Bad. Yeah. Yeah. What I found really interesting was I had no idea how he got his start. Do you know the story of how he got no, his start? No, I don't. Uh-uh. It was during the Napster time. Really? Yeah. Uh, When people were sharing, you know, Metallica was against that whole movement, right? And they they shut it down and sued sued him. him. Well, apparently it was that movement that actually brought Sage Francis into light. Really? Because he was not even marketing himself. He wasn't promoting himself. He had no money behind him. He was just making tracks and putting them out on Napster and people started sharing them like crazy. Hmm. And he blew up and didn't even know he was blown up interesting right what yeah he just started showing up places and like they were packed and so he was just making like handmade mixtapes and shit but people already had his music because for whatever reason it just became like a sharing frenzy through Napster and that's how he became who he became
1: so it's kind of like the equivalent of SoundCloud today for those shitty SoundCloud rappers right
0: yeah i guess so somewhat well except he's not shitty but yeah no yeah oh oh, hell no yeah sage francis is one of the greats man. yeah so whereas metallica talks shit about napster and 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 uh, credits them with being a bad thing for the music industry somebody like sage francis it was actually a good thing um without that movement he wouldn't be where he is today that's crazy yeah so i found that to be like super fascinating yeah that's on that podcast
1: Mm -hmm. oh i'm definitely gonna listen to it then
0: yeah. Um, so, Saint Francis is amazing. I, I haven't heard any of his new stuff. Oh, Dad. I don't, I don't, um, I don't but even think he has. Back in the day, it was like it was all about that shit. Yeah, he's so good, very good. And again, he's he's a delivery guy
1: for me, right? It's the way, like, he, like UPS, FedEx. I'm a
0: UPS guy. Thank you. They're a lot quicker. <laughs> I look.
1: I guess he came out with an album in 2014. Ah,
0: I didn't even know that. Huh. Yeah, I need to I need to get back on uh following him. Dude, we can honestly have an entire podcast on hip hop. Oh yeah. And I, I mean, I mean it, I would be mostly quiet more than you uh just cuz I don't I'm not at the level that you are. Dude, but um yeah. but I'm sure I could chime in here and there. Of course you could. Yeah. We should get a a, a hip hop artist on. Well, and speaking of that, we've been talking a lot about bringing guests on, which yeah. um we already have some in in the works and and um I know we've talked about it on past episodes, but mm-hmm. now I think... It's really time. Yeah. Yeah, it really is. The um, space, what you got going on here now, it's kind of like... Conducive to it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, that that's... I don't, I don't want people to feel like this is just uh, about rock, because we talk a lot about... Well, at least I talk a lot about rock. Yeah. You talk uh, quite a bit amount of hip-hop, in them. So I, and so I'm really... Female
1: artists, thank you. I got to promote my female
0: artists.
2: Yeah, of course.
0: I know... Uh, a few, actually, uh, here locally, and, and and it doesn't even just extend to here locally. We can interview anybody, yeah. And I don't even want it to be an interview. That's the thing. That's where I think we've kind of struggled because this show is just about conversation, yeah. And I don't want it to be an interview. So I should say bring in a guest, not to be interviewed, but a guest to come in to join our conversation. Right. Absolutely, because
1: I love people's perspective on everything, yeah, especially music. I'm not the guy that's like, oh, you you don't fucking like this band. You're a fucking idiot. Or, oh, gross. You're disgusting for liking that.
0: Well, me, I'm like, dude, whatever you love, you love. You love it for you. Well, even then, I don't even necessarily care about talking about music with them. I mean, I'm sure we'll go there. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I want to know. And if he's cute,
1: Michael, we will
0: invite him in. You know, we talked about t-shirts and the brand you wear. I want to know what brand of t-shirts they wear. Yeah do they wear boxers or underwear? oh don't do that's another thing i wanted to bring up oh from your podcast yeah dude
1: you're still not
0: on the boxer brief train no i don't like it dude i have big balls <laughs> you
1: do you fucking do i'll give you that but they cradle your <laughs> balls no they don't man look you're buying the wrong one dude i know what I, brand
0: have you bought i have brought haynes kelvin calvin klein uh i don't even remember what else all i know is that my balls seep out of those things how they're boxer briefs they go down here they got little legs like little shorts i can't okay with the tidy whities i can tuck the little the edge in between my nut (laughs) sack and my thigh you know like
1: for those of you listening i just got to experience his little hand (laughs) Put his head like he's actually
0: tucking his nuts in his underwear. But you see what I'm saying? Like, I can tuck them in. I don't understand that, though.
1: Because Because you don't have big balls. No, I can't. I'm all dick, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) What I'm trying to say is, is I don't understand how your your leg ports, Uh right? The uh little part that your legs go through. Right. That's a lot closer to your nuts. There's no... There's no shielding. Your nuts can slip out mad easy no, from that. Versus I, long, I, long underwear. I get
0: tight, tidy whities and with those other your ones, your
1: sperm count is probably suffering from that.
0: Yeah, but it's okay. I'm I'm uh, oh, uh, I have a, had a vasectomy anyways. Yeah. So, <clears throat> but whenever I've got I've I've bought those, no man like, but just what just, just I'm trying to, to, what I'm trying to say is is they have nowhere to go. There's no
1: slippage because. Your legs are down here. Not unless your balls are touching knees already. No, no, no.
0: The problem is, is that they just, they're like... um, They don't feel snug? You remember that stuff that back in the 90s called Gak?
1: Oh, man. Do
0: I? Oh, wait, you said Gak or Kak? Gak, G-A-K. Oh, yeah, never mind. Like, my balls are kind of like that. So, like, if they're sitting and they're not, like, sealed... Yeah they'll start to
1: like oh so that's so it's a snug thing for you yes i was gonna say because you're you're describing your nuts slipping out of your undies you're right but i'm saying boxer briefs that's impossible
0: well because they they with boxer briefs they will quick easily um pass that boundary between the leg yeah crease and the ball sack and it touches my leg and i don't want that that's what i don't like so you're snug you just want snug. it's not slippage it's snug right dude that is
1: crazy i've been wearing boxer briefs they have to be black i have 80 pairs of black boxer briefs
0: Fuck, 15 16 years maybe really oh yeah I i can't i've tried i have tried it's just too uncomfortable for me Dude, you 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 can walk
1: around in them because they look like little biker shorts. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Dude, I love walking around in my underwear. You can't even tell. You know yeah. what I mean? Like they look like little shorts. Yeah. You know what I mean? Dude, it's funny because I walk around in my underwear so much, I have to get text messages from my wife or or one of my kids being like, "Dad, put your pants on." So <laughs> so and so's with us.
0: Babe, put your pants on. We're coming home. So so, so so weird, man. When I text you, I'm like, Adrian, take your pants off. I'm coming <laughs> over. Yeah. So opposite. Damn. Um I'm, but glad yeah. you, I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, obviously I'm I'm curious on the divide.
1: How many how many men out there are like me that love nothing but? And how many is there anybody out there like you that just loves tidy whities You're talking legitimate my dad mm-hmm Tidy whiteies. I've recently introduced colors. Okay. So I do have some white. You're right, because the other day you bent over and you were wearing like a blue, like Mm -hmm. a light blue with a gray band. Yes. I check you out every time you bent (laughs)
0: over. And I'm very picky too. It has to be, I have to, I've tried all kinds of different brands Mm -hmm. and Hanes, man. Oh, yeah. Dude, Hanes boxer
1: briefs are my jam. Yeah. I have to, that. Yeah. My wife bought me Fruit of the Loom. For Christmas, I think. No, those suck. They, Yeah, they're a little baggy.
0: Yes, exactly. Yeah. I can't do baggy with these nuts. I just can't. <laughs> why did your balls get so big? I don't know. They've always been big, man. But Never why are they was... sagging so much? Well, no, they're not sagging. They're just... It's just... They're big. I can't even describe it. Like, and and this isn't me trying to be like, oh, I got big balls. Dude, I wish I had small balls. <laughs> Fuck that. I don't know where anybody in their right mind came up with the idea that it's a good thing to have big balls. Like, you know how, in the, you know, you hear that, like, oh, that dude's got big balls. Like, that's not a compliment. That sucks, I think dude. what they mean is, they don't mean. I know, I know. I'm of... going more literal here. Oh, I see you But what I'm saying is that I don't know where that came from. Yeah. Because the bigger my balls get, the more pussy I am. <laughs> and that's another thing. You still
1: sag. I don't sag anymore. I don't know that you said I sag. You have a big butt. I don't. It's all the squats. <laughs> um, but that's... I haven't. I haven't sagged in decades. Dude, you... I
0: do it without even realizing it. Really? Yeah. Yeah. But you also have. You have support there. You like, know what I mean? Yeah, I have to like have.
1: My jeans where they really yeah. belong now. Those so cheeks. weird. I used to have my my jeans below my ass. Yeah, yeah. Now yeah. I have to have them. Yeah, and we where used to tie go. the belt really tight. Extra and all sag that stuff. mode, buddy.
0: Yeah. yeah. No man, you have that. You have those tight cheeks. I don't. <laughs> I have no cheeks. I I I was not. I was see if you could take the meat in my balls and put <laughs> it in my butt. We'd be okay. Like, How about
1: if, I just put my be, meat in your butt? <laughs>
0: Uh, you know, I uh, I wish I was more
1: balanced. I can't even I can't even keep count of how much shit we brought up today. This is a very
0: <laughs> scattered. <laughs> Just like last time, we we're getting more and more scattered as we I go. Fucking love it. Um, but yeah, uh, you know, I
1: I I've become very weird on that front. Like my my underwear has to be black. Mm-hmm. Socks have to be black. You know what I mean? To hide the stains. <laughs> No, just I. I don't know what it is. Like I now look at somebody sitting down, and I'm like, this motherfucker's wearing old school white socks. Yeah, like Michael Jackson. Over well, here. you
0: know, it's so funny. I wear white white socks. But here's the thing, though. you wear color.
1: So if you're wearing like a white shirt or a pink shirt or a beige shirt, whatever colors you have, and you're rocking white socks, it looks okay. Yeah. Me, a black t-shirt, dark blue jeans, whatever shoes I'm wearing, because I'm very picky about my kicks. I gotta mm-hmm. have. I wear different shoes all the time, my Adidas, my Pumas, my Vans, you know what I mean, Converse, Mm -hmm. but everything's dark, right? so you put white socks on me, that looks fucking crazy weird,
0: you know what I mean? Here's why I wear white socks, I have found that for whatever reason, and I don't know, maybe it's just me being crazy, but white socks tend to last longer for me than dark socks i don't know if it's because the dye makes them thinner i don't know but that's really? been my experience but you used to wear cute socks like you had those nice like um
1: i don't even know what to call it anymore nowadays the trend is when you dress nice mm-hmm. dress shoes oh yeah deck to the and nines I, yeah i and still wear those men have those cute yeah. like different socks. different style i have yeah. like little you, you were doing those characters on it or yeah, 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 yeah yeah
0: i do that all the time uh not as much though because i don't have to dress up all nice like i used to yeah but i still wear them but even again that's a perfect example those socks for whatever reason i get holes in those like fast but because those are meant to be thin socks yeah not but thick white so that's why now i go for the thick white socks if if i'm going out of course i'm going to wear dark colored socks yeah but on the average it's the white ones because i don't want to put holes in my other socks
1: interesting right see how we're clearing up shit you just thought i wore the same thing every fucking day <laughs> <laughs> i just thought you liked white Sox. and, <sighs> well, and then
0: now the world understands yeah. my ball problem you hear it yeah i'm sure the world is curious to see your balls you know that's uh i was thinking of starting an only so maybe what's that you don't know what an only fans is no. oh my god adrian Dude, YouTube and Amazon. That's all I people do. People are becoming millionaires off of OnlyFans. What does that mean? So, essentially and and I don't know it as well as I'm making it sound. I just know that for example, you start an OnlyFans. Mm-hmm. It's like people can pay you money to have a private subscription to you showing off your feet, showing off your balls showing off your muscles or whatever but it gets further than that since they have a private subscription you can like upcharge them so they can actually co- like communicate with you directly and be like hey uh, can you send me a picture of your nipple <laughs> really yeah and you'll be like all right but i'm gonna charge you so this it's like, much."
1: like it's i'm not gonna say porn but it's like some like-
0: people some people like for example uh that that girl from dr phil the catch me outside how about that <laughs> <laughs> you know that girl bad baby so the story is she did an OnlyFans once she hit 18 years old and she says and and i read an article on this the other day she never ever she has yet to show a nude anything like actual nudity and I think last year she made $50 million. What? $50 million. First of all, there's a lot of
1: perverts out there. Yeah, there is. Second of all, were they like just counting the day down for her to be 18?
0: That's creepy. Yeah, exactly. It's Second
1: totally- of all, $50 million?
0: Dude, you know what? For being a seemingly not very bright, that girl is fucking smart. Because that's a pretty smart uh, well, she went business from, move there. She
1: went from being hated by everybody for yeah. talking shit to her mom mm-hmm. to becoming a meme.
0: And she did a rap song yeah. and, she, and a video and all that stuff. Yeah. She stayed in the spotlight. Yeah, man. So there's there's girls out there making a ton of money. There's guys also making a ton guys of money. Too? Yeah, yeah. Sometimes, from what I've heard, some guys who are even straight, like a lot of their clients or customers are other guys, but they're like, well, fuck it. You're going to pay me money. Well, sign me up. That's it. <laughs> you fucking just sold me. Yeah, so... <laughs> Uh, i've heard of teachers doing it i've heard like random people who suddenly create an OnlyFans and totally make a shit ton of money doing it what yeah that is crazy
1: i know i've never even fucking heard of this OnlyFans. yeah so Dude, i my wife and i argue all the time because um i get excited about phones right so the iphone 14 is coming out Mm -hmm. so it's already it'll be premiered in september so i'm already doing my homework and she's always like why the fuck do we spend so much money on these phones and you use three apps (laughs) three apps Mm -hmm. and i'm like what are you talking about she's like youtube amazon and spotify Mm -hmm. that is all you do right why do you care what the phone does why do you care about the camera why do you want the latest one i'm like look okay I'm a bougie phone guy. <laughs> you need to have the ups on that. Yeah. But she's like, but it makes no sense. We're spending $1,500 for you to use three apps. Yeah. That's I don't, I don't have iCloud. <clears throat> I don't have the. I, I physically still sign into my email. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like,
0: but I love it. I'm that. surprised you have a phone. Yeah, exactly. Knowing you, I'm surprised <laughs> you have a phone.
1: <laughs>
0: um, but yeah.
1: I gotta have YouTube, man. YouTube is my fucking jam.
0: Yeah. So, do you want to get into uh, the challenge?
1: Oh, yeah. So, for those of you listening who haven't, who remember... See, you say it just as much as I do. I, I'm I'm making fun of you. Oh, whatever. <laughs> oh, whatever. <laughs> um. So, we haven't done our challenges in a while where Paul and I throw a band at one another and say, this is all you can listen to for a week or however long we decide. And um, we kind of fell back on that. And we mm-hmm. want to bring it back because...
0: We thought it was entertaining. Well, not only do I want to bring it back, I think it should become a regular staple oh, to yeah. our show. It was, though. Remember, we <clears> were doing it every show. Yeah, and then we would kind of skip out. But yeah, I, you know what? I had fun with that. It gave more um, meaning to when I was listening to music. Right. I, perhaps it's my boredom lately with music, because I, uh, I kind of been a little bit bored. I know. And, um, so I, you know I had told you we need to we need to bring it back and and stick to it. So yeah. um we're going to do another challenge. All right, I'm ready. You want to go first? You want me to go first? Oh shit. <laughs> okay, first let me say this. Okay? Again, just to reiterate. Uh-huh. I do challenges because in my hope is that you're going to be like, "Wow, I'm really glad you made me listen to this band because I would have never listened to them otherwise. Right. I'm a fan now." Um Whereas I know you do it to torture me. That's yeah, so what I was
1: gonna say. Let me reiterate: I'm a spiteful <laughs> bitch, and I
0: want to fucking
1: make you suffer for two weeks. <laughs> no, so, but I do the same, though. Okay, though I throw, I throw, a, I throw a faster pitch on that one for mm-hmm. you because mm-hmm. I want you to see the good and what, what I would think you would find. I want you to get out of your shell. Is what I'm trying to say. Okay. Okay. You throw bands that have a, you know a splash is something You're like oh he might like this because of this Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. i'm like no i know it's in you open your ears you know (laughs) okay you go first okay i'm gonna go first all right so this band and wait and we can't back out (laughs) we can't fucking back out look we
0: we have not backed out yet
1: we or you or me because you have
0: why didn't I back out?
1: You refused to listen to Breaking Benjamin. But you never formally challenged me. I did. And you were like, no, no, fuck no. Do I sound like that? That, well, that, that one day you were like, no.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, but well, go ahead. Okay. So this band, mm-hmm. this is a band that I've been, li- I've listened to quite heavily over the last decade, I would say. Mm. Okay, And for me a lot of artists um majority of artists come out with a couple of really good albums and then they go downhill from there Mm -hmm. it's very rare that i hear a band that every album gets better and better and better Mm -hmm. and this artist in particular i believe their last album was probably before or during the pandemic i don't know it's the last few years um their latest album when it came out i was just like this is amazing like it it just, it, it, it made me so happy because I was like expecting the worst. Like, let me give you a great example. Um, Metallica, mm-hmm. right? Ever since the 80s, like after the 80s, like yes, the Black album was good, but it still was, it was good because it was different. But at the same time, it was really overproduced compared to their other stuff. But every album after that, ask me how many, ask me to name one album after that I mean I probably could but ask me if I've listened to it I, I mean I probably did but <laughs> yeah but not like literally just to listen to it to like see what's going on but uh-huh. never listen to it ever again um I if if Metallica put out an album right now I probably would just give it a one over but not really pay attention to it you yeah. know that's a great example right <clears throat> but with this band that last album in my opinion was just um like I see it as like an an exclamation mark on their whole discography. Really?
1: Yeah. Well, get on with
0: it, man. You're building this up real nice. And I'm going to be say. really mad if you're like, oh, of course, I know them, dude. Like, I listen I to have... them all the time. Look, blah,
1: blah. look you <clears throat> gave me my own segment called The Shat for a reason. Okay? I listen to everything.
0: <sighs> Who but these it? guys, I don't think you have. <laughs> and I think it's, I don't know, Arcade Fire. Oh. Have you listened to them? Yes, of course I have. I don't like them. <laughs> I well, Okay, extensively. Though. No, 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 absolutely not. Okay, absolutely that's exactly not. what I thought. Yeah. Of course, everybody's heard of them. Yeah. Everybody's heard a song or two. But I know you've never given them the time of day to sit down and listen from beginning to end. I haven't. You know, as a matter of fact, <clears throat> I think Gussie likes that band. 100% Gus likes that band. Because let me tell you, it's there's a lot of those artists that Gus is a fan of embedded in their music. Like Morrissey. Yes. Like that. Okay. Uh, big time. Fine. Fine, Alan. God, let me pull it up now. And I got to tell you, though, man, they have a very extensive discography. And normally I tell you, no, listen to this album instead. No, I think you need to listen to all of it.
1: Yeah, well, I don't listen to your rules. <laughs> Thank you. I have to start at the beginning. You know what? Gus, does like this band because I remember the cover. Yeah. Okay. I percent three. guarantee
0: seven albums that's not that bad but they're they're epic that's the only way to describe them their music is absolutely epic every single song there's never there's not a um, talking about uh, using El Paso words there's not a single chaffa song chaffa dude the thing you know
1: the thing it is about that genre musically i'm I'm okay
0: with it Mm -hmm. it's just vocally i struggle dude it's amazing i struggle with these guys you need to go in with a open mind i will um because yeah i will but you know what when i thought about our last episode was it our last episode where you discussed how you got into billy joel oh man like if you find billy joel and david bowie um you know good and vocally you're gonna like arcade fire you just gotta keep those kind of artists in mind dude are you trying to turn me on
1: (laughs) because that's dude let me tell you real quick yes i'm gonna listen to this fine challenge accepted um i have heard them here and there but yeah extensively no i'm still on the billy joel train hard Mm -hmm. and his album the stranger oh my god Dude, that fucking album, out
0: of all the shit he's done,
1: Mm -hmm. that is my favorite album. It's fucking phenomenal. I need to go listen just Um, because...
0: So, like, I don't know about you, but when I give you a challenge, mm -hmm. I listen to them before, kind of putting myself in your future shoes like, what you might think as you're going along. Oh, do you? Yeah, I always do that. Well, I mean, I've always... So, like, literally the last two weeks, since I knew I was going to challenge you, I've been listening to Arcade Fire. So, anyways, what I'm trying to say is that since every time you tell me that, now I have to go listen to that album so I can try to see what you're talking about.
1: His his track on that album, titled The Stranger, is the song. Dude, it starts off with this very beautiful piano part, and then it goes into, like, this fucking, like, pseudo-Zeppelin-type... Fucking guitar riff, right? Um, and then the chorus, the bass is doing like this, I mean the verse, he's doing like the slap thing. Dude, and then out of nowhere, the chorus of that song sounds like a fucking disco song. Mm. Like it goes from like this, like like I said, Zeppelin type shit to fucking this beautiful, he's singing falsetto and oh my God, that song is incredible. I gotta go listen. Dude, Billy Joel is a fucking genius. All right. Oh, man. Are you ready? I guess. Now, this is this
0: band is not new to you. Okay. <laughs> at all. At all at all at all. Wow. Oh, real quick. Always have a backup just in case. Like, I had a backup just um, in case you were like, of course I know who that is. I listen to them all the time. No, you know who they are. Oh, okay. But
1: there's, there's a method to my madness. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, you're constantly on this trip of like, fuck distortion fuck this fuck the 90s fuck this band fuck that band and, mm-hmm. and i always jokingly tell you man don't forget where you come from like <laughs> it's all right don't be ashamed okay so in hopes to try to reignite your passion for this type type of music not all bands right not mm-hmm. not the not the shitty bands from this genre i want your, you to bring i want you to bring it back Okay. They have a lot of albums after the, since the last time you've heard them. Okay. You you will tell me I heard the new single and it fucking sucks. Mm-hmm. Right? But I'm tasking you and challenging challenging you to bring it back, Alan. Bring it back. Oh my god. Your band is Korn. All of it. All the new shit, all of it. Korn used to be your favorite band in the whole entire fucking world. Yeah, for like a year
0: to bullshit (laughs) for the first two albums yeah didn't care much after that um all right yeah how many albums do they have i don't even fucking know let's let's find out so i list i i i enjoyed the first two albums and the third album was pretty good um at least i thought after that I think they lost it from there. Pretty much everything that Ross Robinson produced, I enjoyed. After that, it just went downhill. Speaking of corn, Oh, man. There's like 10 plus albums. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Speaking of Korn, uh, you know David Silvera, the original drummer? Mm-hmm. He came out with like a project mm-hmm. recently. Yeah. And I heard it. And I remember I was like, I don't like it. But I remember thinking, eh, it's not as bad as I thought it was going to be. Uh, But I just thought that was... I just think that's really interesting because their current drummer, and I follow him just because he's such an amazing drummer. He is. Uh, I forget his name.
1: Ray Lazar. Luzier or something like that. uh
0: He's a damn good drummer. However, I don't... Based on just the songs that I have heard recently, you know, like, David Silvera created that style of drumming. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You know, and as good of a drummer as Ray Luzier is, um, it's it's not... It, it just doesn't have that same, like... Oh, I agree. I don't know. It, it, if that makes any sense. Uh,
1: yeah, 100%. It's like putting... Uh, it's like the Deftones getting a new drummer.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: It's like, dude... It's hard to... Abe Cunningham has... Created that style. Yeah. 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 Um, and so... Anyways, on that same note, you know, I, I feel that's one thing that I guess made me lose it for for Korn was that Ross Robinson was their producer for mm-hmm. I think like the first three or four albums. And Ross Robinson just like producers like Terry Date, for example, yeah. um is was really good at just bringing out the best in artists. Mm-hmm. And ever since they dropped him, or actually I heard, I heard, and I don't know, maybe I'll, I'll find this as I'm doing my listening. I heard that actually they brought him back for an album.
1: Who, Terry? Uh, no, Ross, Ross Robinson. Robinson. I really? heard, I don't know if that's true or not.
0: Huh. I, don't, I don't know where I heard that. So now I'm, interest, I'm interested in investigating. Um, and that may completely disprove what I'm trying to say. But sometimes some artist, the the producer plays a huge role in... Not only their success, but in their sound. Oh, you know? I agree. It's like the smashing pumpkins with Butch Vig. Mm-hmm. When they found Butch Vig,
1: dude, Siamese Dream is a fucking amazing album.
0: Why who's I don't know who Butch Vig is, but when I hear that name, I hear I all I hear in my head is like, oh, you know, like <laughs> Butch Vig, he's coming in. Hey, oh. <laughs> he's uh he's a producer,
1: but uh-huh. he's also the drummer for Garbage. Oh. Oh, okay, yeah. Butch Fig. interesting, but yeah, okay. You down? Yeah, I of course I didn't I'm get down. The reaction I was, no, no, no. I yeah, hoping. I'm
0: down. It it just kind of scared me a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> it kind of scared me a little bit, like um. If you want to skip, if you want to skip, <laughs> if you start seeing me growing out my dreads again. <laughs> that's what kidding. I'm saying, dude. I, it's I wanted. It <laughs> no wait. I want to see you in Chance <clears throat> in two weeks. Somebody gave me shit for that the other day. Um, I was talking about my distaste for new metal, and uh, I give you
1: shit for that all the time. They were
0: like who was it that said don't forget you had dreads or something and i was like wait a minute i had dreads before new metal during that era because remember when i met you did i have dreads when i met you or are they gone already they were gone already yeah see so i had dreads like really early on um and i don't remember i don't remember who it was that said that but john mr jonathan wilson you're listening um hey john he did bring up a very good point man he was he said you know, Ashling had elements of new metal, and I was like, Ugh. did we i think I think especially our earlier stuff, I think I mean, yeah, of course, I mean, if you think about it, think about white life, for example, heavy, and then it gets mellow, and then Miguel's singing, and then it's heavy chorus where he's singing, screaming, like, yeah, of course, like it really yeah, even though even though I was trying to avoid, he's right. There was a lot of new metal elements in that band. And as much as I hate to admit it, when he said that, I was like, you're right. And I when you're right, so. you're right. <laughs> What's that from? I don't know. Come on, Adrian. When you're right, you're right. Back to the Future 2. Uh, what part? Uh, when it's there in the he comes home, the dad's upside down, I think. I don't remember what. <laughs> uh, he's like, I don't know. Anyways. So, yeah. All right. So, um Arcade Fire and Corn. Arcade Fire versus Corn. Okay. Is the challenge. So, are we going to bring in a new challenge next episode or do we just bring in the results and then we save the following episode for the new challenge? Yeah, let's do that. Okay. That,
1: that way we talk about it, have time to marinate and then the following.
0: So, there'll always be the challenge,
1: the, the results, results. Then the new challenge, the results, challenge results. Okay. Because, I mean, I I, I don't know about you. We might run out of bands eventually. I don't think so. You don't? No. It's going to be easier for me because I I think our Mayweather Pacquiao of this challenge, you're going to get Breaking Benjamin at some (laughs) point in time. And you're going to give me... Some shit that I just... Um,
0: I already know who that is. I'm oh, not going to say. Because I, I don't I don't want to ruin it. I don't think so. And I think if we do, the challenge can then eventually become like new artists that we discovered. Even though that's freaking hard for me to do because every single time I'm like, dude, check them out. And you're like, I've already heard of these guys back in like 2009. I'm like, oh. Dude, it, it's a
1: gift. What do you want me to do, man? I'm digging for shit all the time. <laughs> that's how that's how that segment spawned dude is i i'm always on the hunt
0: yeah always but i I think we'll be good and then of course we could always branch into movies and uh, other things that don't have to be necessarily music related like even soundtracks like i'm a huge fan of soundtracks try a guy whatever yeah we could branch into (laughs) anything anything
1: i i refuse to drink oduels do not give me that challenge (sighs)
3: There you go. I already
0: wrote that down. New challenge coming. You know, the great thing about it is that you won't feel so uh, bad doing it at 8 o'clock in the morning because no al- there's no alcohol. Uh,
1: let me tell you, my friend. I don't feel bad drinking regular beer at 8 o'clock in the morning
0: at all. Nor do I, Adrian, but it sounded really good, didn't it? <laughs> all right. We went, we went very long, very Dip- scattered. Ooh, I love it when it go long. No. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no yeah, yeah. how how long did we go i didn't even time i don't it. even know i i, I don't even uh... oh yeah i think we're at like an hour and 15 minutes just on there like that. you go
1: see i think we hit some good points we got some good stuff we got good stuff on the way everybody please stay tuned um we're probably gonna have the commercial at the beginning of this but don't forget paul's podcast
0: studio now live in full effect yep join our network of podcasters Mm-hmm. And you get to record and do all kinds of really cool stuff. We have really great things coming up. Um, yeah. So get a hold of us. nevermorerecords.com Let there be Rocky P.com. 915
1: 328 9610.
0: Yep. Send me a text. I don't like phone calls.
1: And if you want to talk to me, send Paul a text. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right, everybody. Thank you for joining us again. And we look forward to the next one. Corn versus Arcade Fire coming at you. Yep. All right. all right. Bye. Bye.